When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Welcome to episode seven of Lost in America. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Kaplan. Kaplan. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan. The first. The first is here. In Again. Studio. Seven I'm weeks here. in a row. You made, I made it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a kind of a record for me. For I'm not usually I still have people say to me, like, oh yeah, that's you have a good guest on every week. <laughs> I people think I'm the guest. I'm like, co-host. I, I dig I don't leave. So I just stay here and wait for <laughs> Nowhere you to, come to back go. every week. All right, so we have new music this week. We've listened. Fantastic music. To our legal counsel, Blue Shirt, and we're changing the music. Um, that's Do we exciting. know what it is? Well, by the time this comes out, we will oh, know okay. what it is. I'm sure it's fantastic. You can I find me love that beat. at turnersparks.com. You can find me, throw a www before that if you're not familiar. Uh, on Twitter, at Turner B. Sparks, Kaplan, at M.I. Kaplan, 11. And coming up soon, we have Audrey Murray, our guest this week. Right, Cap? We listen to the critics. Yeah, you know, I don't. I, I was going to stop you from plugging. Why? Because we have negative reviews, and the reviewer was very specific that we spent too much time talking about our social oh, media. Oh, screw him. So I just wanted to, you know, I was going to not plug myself, but you did it, so. Listen, I don't listen to negative reviews. I just want them read on the air. All right. So well, we can talk about it. Can them. I read you one? Sure. Can read I get because I gotta get this off my chest. We have one negative review, yeah. and like Trump, like our president, like our overlord, it's been we're eating attacking away at me. Him. It was posted on November 13th. I should I've I've made it 39 years of my life without coming out of my hole and doing anything creative <laughs> without putting myself out there. And you know, if I we're gonna get negative reviews, I'm just gonna crawl back into See what in you're my, doing? My, yeah, I'm just gonna go back to sleep and you're gonna one gonna, negative I, review is the gonna, world of comedy is gonna lose me. We're gonna cancel. So please, I beg people if you care about this podcast, we need five good reviews. <laughs> no more four stars. I was wrong to say four stars, five stars. You said three stars. Yeah. Just give us some five to cause this person gave us a one star review. His name is Samurg. I don't know if that's a name or her name. Well, attack. And she says she can safely tell her friends it was meh after listening to a few episodes. <laughs> I like to listen to a few episodes, though, because that's good for the downloads. Who listens to, like, five or six episodes and then decides it's meh? And, and by the way, their title is Be Wary of Five Star Reviews, so they're sort of stealing what I said there. I did say Be Wary of they're too Trump, many. Yeah, they're yeah. trumping it. They're using our own uh, positive press against us, Yeah, so, which yeah. is like what, Beyonce, what Trump did with Beyonce. He's like, see, I told you. And uh, they say, if you want to listen to a funny podcast, here comes a plug. Listen to Nerdist or You Made It Weird. Boo and boo. And, and Matt and Double Matt. Yeah, I mean, I I don't actually... I've never listened to these those pods, so I don't want to just come all, right out and, and say they suck, but... I will. They suck. <laughs> what is this? 2002? Nerds are out, right? When were nerds in? No, nerds were in for like five or six years. Everyone oh. got beards and black frame glasses and Zach Galifianakis. That, your revolution's over. <laughs> Do you not see what happened? You got Trump elected, you oh, stupid yeah. nerds. <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a reaction a, right. to the nerds taking out. Let's go. Now it's the 80s again. Right. It's who's the guy from Married with Children beating up nerds in Revenge of the Nerds. 
we're back at that. That's a very deep reference right. that no one's gonna get. No, no. But what I'm saying is, get rid of, the, get the nerdist out of here. All right, change your name to the Trumpist. <laughs> what about the uh, the other one? You made it weird. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Like, oh, I'm weird. I'm awkward. <laughs> Shut up. Is that, is that what the pod's it's about? It's the same as nerds. No one. Now cares one's gonna anymore. go download. They're gonna gain. You know, they need listeners. I'm sure. But... Jocks are back. Nerds are out. All right. That's so what the I po- say. The play football. Is, yeah. And please give us good reviews. And don't listen if you're, to those... even if you're a nerd. Even if you're, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, if you're a nerd, you know we can convert you, much like Mike Mike Pence wants to convert people out of homosexuality. <laughs> <That is laughs> we can bring you back. I want to say again that you're. Oh wait, the picture you fixed it. It's not a picture of just you on iTunes. No, we got so, a real. I had a message. Now I, Trump's propaganda police are going. They're going to come after me too now. Oh, stop saying things against our Lord. Oh, shut up, Kaplan. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's get to it. Whatever. We're here. We had a great Kung Fu comedy show. Let's, should we get to Lost in America? Because I got a lot to say. Yeah, let's get right to it. Play, All right, Lost can, can in I America. Can still play, say play the music? Or I don't know. Play the new music. Play the new music. All right. Play the music. You need a groupie? I'm looking for a purpose in life. Fantastic. How do you like the new tunes? I like them a lot. <laughs> I, I am, you know, music touches me sometimes when I hear first a song. Oh. I just, it just, that spoke to me. So I'm, I'm a little shaken right now. Listen to Cap. Speaking yeah. of, you just, I, I like the way you're talking. You, that was a really Rabbi McDreamy of you right there to speak in Facebook memes. Well, he affected me very positively when I had time with him in his office. Not only, Okay, I don't know where that went, but <laughs> we can get Mike Pence on the situation and see if we can handle that. But anyway, just a gutter mouth we, we're trying to get him out. He might be on later this episode. Uh, yes, that's... The uh, rabbi... Don't, don't tease me. Well, this is a tease. Yeah, but he might be, he might be mad at me. I, I kind of... We'll see what it, I'll see how I, it comes. We don't in. do a confession or whatever you guys do or whatever. What I have to. Well, this will be. Uh, we can do confession. I might have to do confession. He's not a rabbi anymore. Oh, anyway, right. okay. We'll get back to that. Okay, so lost in America. So here's the thing, people. Okay, I'm not used. I've been in, in a country for 12 years where no one really talks to you on the street. I don't because you, they look at you and they're like, you clearly don't speak my language. So but do they, they don't, not talk to each other on the street. Yeah, but not me. All right. Okay. So you're just not used to stranger talking. It, to Talking me, to strangers. <laughs> if I'm in a taxi, if I'm walking down the street here in New York, all the time, right? I, that's like a huge transition for me to make. Is that people will just come up? This is okay. In a five minute scenario, these three things happened in the village the other day, which I'm told you have to say. You can't say Greenwich Village. It's called the Village <laughs> or the West Village or the Weber, who will be on next week, corrected oh, me. Good teaser. Of this, right? Uh, so, three things I heard. The very first thing. These, like, five old grandma ladies walking next to me, they lean into me, and they go, Hey, can you believe that guy just called us a bunch of (laughs) 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 C-words? They were dressed up, like, they they looked like they were from Dallas, Texas. Like, huge hair, big earrings, like they were going out to see a Broadway show. Right. And, first of all, what am I going to do? Like, they expect me to handle the situation? And then also, the the guy... I, uh, yeah, I just want to share it with you. I also want to know if he just said C words or if he actually said the word. Did you ask them what they did to... No, I, mean, I didn't... New Yorkers get a bad rap. I, I find it hard to believe that he would just call them that. With for, There must have been something. No provocation? I they must have started it in some way. Was, unless he was like a crazy... Was it a crazy guy on the street who was just muttering himself or... I didn't see the guy. I just yeah. saw the ladies. All but right. I'm not... I'm unclear as what they want... How they wanted me to handle the situation. How would you handle that, Cap? You're a local. 
become a local? <laughs> How would I handle that? Uh, I would just say some people. I can't believe it. Where are <laughs> Good job, Rabbi McDreamy. I don't know. I would run you'd, after them. and You'd Rabbi McDreamy your I way I would out. run up to the man and demand an apology for the lady's honors. Ah, okay. No, I wouldn't. Well, yeah. Okay, so that happens, and I'm like, I shrug my shoulders like, yeah, I don't know. Right. You know? Because that's what you can do in China. If someone says something to you, you can just act like you don't speak Chinese. Right. Even though you do. Yeah, so I kind of just act like I didn't speak English. And did you get to overhear lots of people, like, people, like, talking shit about you in China? Because they didn't, th- you assumed that you didn't speak English, or? Yeah. Or, or talking like they're going to screw you over in some way? Or? Yeah, there was a bit of that. The one thing about New York is I think people still do that, and they just don't care that you understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They do it even though you clearly do get it. Um, and then I had... A right after that, right, a guy just walked up to me and tried to sell me a shoe, <laughs> but like a single shoe, a single shoe, yeah, like not a pair, like, right. like he just had an extra shoe and he's like, I don't know, maybe there's a pirate outside. Or well, something. like, if who you, needs a one shoe? Well, it gets, it's like a show of disrespect in the in the Muslim world to throw a shoe at someone, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what it's for. It's like a shoe thrown. Oh, maybe like, it's like in case you see George Bush. <laughs> George Bush comes by. <laughs> in or, case Bush walks by. It's a shoe throwing shoe and you just, you're ready. Because who wants to spoil a good pair for something like that? Yeah, well, you yeah. Just you want to have one. And you can double your money. You can sell one to me and one to the next guy. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. And he was also like, he's like, hey, man, you need a shoe? You need a shoe? And I was like, what now? I'm, yeah. I got he two on my feet. He threw his first in a fit of rage at someone and then he realized, I don't, I'm going to change my life. Well, I don't want to. That's uh yeah I don't know I don't and also know it's like that. a PC culture you know you gotta like you don't want to leave everybody out some people just have one leg they just need one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I'm trying to help you out. This is your country. No, but that makes you raise a good point because if you're in the business of the shoe wear, it would drive me crazy if I only had one leg that I gotta buy, buy two shoes. Exactly. So it'd be you know make so maybe me feel this, better. It was I wasn't here rubbing my foot in it so to speak. And, yeah. And the yeah. other thing is I wasn't near a church, so maybe this is like a good Samaritan. Maybe he was working for the church. I a, lot, a lot of unanswered questions. I think you need to uh, spend the week okay, walking well, the street. Here's the last the thing I saw. Right. This is all in the five-minute span. Wow, five minutes in New York segment. Yeah. Uh, this guy was getting carried out of a stretcher. Carried out on a stretcher. On a stretcher out of a rub and tug. Well, <laughs> I want to ask what you were doing outside of Rub and Tug. It was in the village. Were you it's in right the Rub around and the corner from I the mean, comedy cellar. I've been for a while. I don't, were you, no, nope, there was... Uh, there was uh, fire trucks. There was paramedics. <laughs> it was like a seven alarm fire. Wee, 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 wee. So the guy had a heart attack. In the right around attack? the corner from the comedy cellar, there's a there's a sign, and it says um, "back massages for men," and then in really small letters, "and women." <laughs> and this guy was literally like on a stretcher like he was got knocked out an NFL player knocked out I think he even gave the thumbs up <laughs> I finished as, I finished as they're wheeling him out before, <laughs> before the heart attack I got my money's worth yeah and I was just like this country's insane did he, I just picture did the guy just look like like what did this guy look like just like your stereotypical uh, yeah he was customer. he he could have been an expat in the middle of China, like fat guy right. you know long hair Daytime was it daytime? No, this was all around eight o'clock at night oh, because okay. I was going to a comedy club. I that's, was, go- I was that's the time you probably want to get your rub and tug. That's a <laughs> that's long day good. of work. That's Some true. Some people need a whiskey. Yeah, a nightcap, you know. So, but yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, a whiskey doesn't lead to a heart attack. Well, a yeah, single whiskey not, normally <laughs> make it a double. I don't know. But. I don't know. Should we get to our sponsor? Oh no, you have a loss in America. Well, yeah, I have. A, you know, I know by popular demand, I've been trying to lose my kids. Yeah, um, that was our biggest. That's that our biggest one of episode our best so stories, far. Uh, and I, it's not that easy. Well, should but, I, 
Yeah, you almost lost. You did lose Teddy a few weeks ago. I lost Teddy a few weeks ago. You can um, listen to that in episode four. Listen, yes. Um, obviously, he's been found. Or I'd be a really bad parent if I was still doing podcasts, rubbing it in. I lost my son. <laughs> but, um, he's gone. But so, the podcast continues. But two nights ago, uh, my Teddy and uh, my dog is named Pancakes. Shout out. <laughs> to, shout out to the OC, the rabbit on the OC, the bunny. Okay. Son, the bunny, that's named Pancakes. Anyway, we were out and about. On the soccer field, where dogs aren't supposed to be allowed, but it's nighttime, she's running around, and some other little dog just runs up to us, and is just like playing with my dog a little bit, and it's like this little chihuahua thing, and then it runs away, and it keeps coming back and forth, and I see it, and it's like in the street, and I was like, whose dog is this? And I see some person, I'm like, your dog is about to go into the street, and she's like, that's not my dog, and there's nobody else around. So then I realized it was a dog that was lost in America. Okay. And started freaking out because it was in the street. So we went to like try and chase it, but like not scare it. Tried chased it to the dog run, opened the door, and it ran into the dog run. And then I was trying to corral it, and two big dogs got into a fight, which was the worst timing ever because then the dog was like so scared but, and tried to like sneak out. But anyway, okay. long story, we corralled it, and a woman took it to the vet and got it microchipped. And I found out today, <laughs> just this afternoon, that they found the owner. The dog was lost for three days. Wow. And did it have a mask on like Teddy? <laughs> yeah, I was a trying Halloween to explain mask? to Teddy that what a good thing it was and where we we're going and he wanted to take the dog. So I was trying to explain to him this woman was taking in as a microchip and he's like, "Oh, I want to get a chip." <laughs> and I'm thinking, that's the oh. best idea you've ever had, Teddy, because you need a chip. Yeah. And I, you know, we should microchip 4-year-olds in America. No, baby, I think it's it's cruel to microchip a 4-year-old. It's kind of like um they say that you screwed on a microchip a child, right? Oh yeah, they probably. Say that. But that. you know, my people, we have a thing called the bris. Oh, so like I'm thinking we could do it at the same time. I like it. We could like maybe put the microchip and take out the foreskin, replace it with the microchip, <laughs> and then you know, obviously when they're 18, they might you might be allowed legally to take get rid of it. But if they keep it forever, it might be a way to you know to just never keep an eye on your kids and for wives to keep an eye on their husbands down the road. Oh yeah, and, that's a good uh, idea. You know, yeah. microchip. So that's you know. All right, so the dog was lost. Now the dog's found. But I was, and that my dad was saying he was telling me earlier today. First of all, he had some news. We've heard some Eldorado Hills news. Oh, but he he was saying that uh, the microchip. Uh, no, he was saying you needed a a leash for Teddy. Right. And so maybe we should put a poll up. Should leash, should Teddy get a leash or a microchip? Uh, um, that's what we should do. Yeah, should we, the fans should decide. All right, that'll be on our Twitter account. Lost in America Pod. Uh, the letter in Lost in America Pod. Should Teddy. Get for his bir- fifth birthday, get a leash. <laughs> and we can start a new... We could ask Rabbi McDreamy, perhaps, about um, my idea for, you know, if we can start moving forward having it with kids on their eighth, when they're eight days old. That's put, a good put idea. Put a part of this... Modernize the whole bris. Okay. And now, let's get to our sponsor, and then we got to bring in Audrey we got to bring in... we got to uh, bring in our guest. So our sponsor is Ince. the door out there. Once again, we got Ince, everybody. Ince is fantastic. It's an app, E-N-S-E. You can download it at the App Store on iTunes. And what you do... Um, it's for recording. It's just like Twitter, but for any type of recording. Five-minute recordings. If you want to record music, you're playing. If you want to record voice messages, and you can send it directly out to the internet. It, it connects to Twitter and everything else, right? You can choose where you send it. You can text Ensis to people if they have Ents. And follow can... us at Lost in America. We're, we're Ensing this right now, so you I'm, can actually hear this podcast. I'm going to press the button. We're going to Ents this. Ents this. Bam. You can hear it. So now it's out a few days before you'll even hear it on on. Uh, yeah, you on have pod- to go back and look for either Lost in America or my name, Kaplan. Yep. Things are under. Look us up. All right. Let's do it. Should we bring in our guest? Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, our guest Audrey Murray is here. Audrey, how you doing? Hi, good. Thank you for coming. Yeah, Audrey and I were friends in China for the past, I don't know, six years maybe? Yeah, God, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we met six years ago. Audrey's a stand-up, fantastic stand-up comedian and improv actress, comedian, actor, what do you say? (laughs) Improver? Improv person, Turner. Improvisational. Human being. Human. It's a very gender-fluid community. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have questions about that. (laughs) (laughs) Improv is much more accepting. That's the word, okay. It's It's an accepting culture, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Much more than, I I feel like stand-up is less accepting. It's kind of like the opposite. Stand up is like uh, so. If improv is like a safe space, I feel like stand up is like a dangerous space. Yes, right. and how yeah. do you go between the two worlds? You have to change your personality when you. I put on you bulletproof put Kevlar. Vest. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so when did you machete. move to China? Because I met you in China. When did you move there? Yeah. So I know I was trying to figure that out when you said six years. I moved there in 2011. So yeah. Okay. That's about Five right. or six years. Yeah, yeah. And you moved there oh, no, at a college, roughly, basically, right? Uh, yeah. I had. I was working for in DC for a year, and then a friend of mine dared me to move to China. And I can be, like, very impulsive when it comes to, like, defending my honor. I don't know. What is, what is a dare attack? Defending just my- like you're Alexander Hamilton and you have to yeah. into a, a duel. You- oh, if someone <laughs> challenged me to a duel, that would be, like, a very dangerous situation for me. Because it would be hard for me you'd probably say, say yes, no. right? I mean, just rules and life. And- yeah, I would probably say yes, but then, like, try to get out of it somehow, like, knowing me. It's, like, social obligations. Right. Like, I would, like, so, take an illness. Or, okay, yeah. so you came to China and then... Because uh, we started probably doing stand-up together not long after that, yeah. right? Yeah, I started doing stand-up. So I moved to China in the summer. I started doing improv, like, right away. And then Andy was like, hey, I want to start this, like, stand-up thing. And I was like, well, I've never, like, heard stand-up comedy before. That sounds awful. You and never he heard like, of it? <laughs> no, I'd heard, heard of it. it. I never, like, heard any, though. I think I had heard one special before that. Whoa. So in I general or just in China? No, in general. Like, oh. I think I had seen my boyfriend in college had showed me, like, a Dave Chappelle special. But, yeah, I didn't know what it was. And you thought the Dave wow. Chappelle special was <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't re- I just remember, like, I saw it and I was like, that's funny, but I didn't, like. So you were, but what were you were in China? You were teaching or you were? Or- yeah. So I moved over there to, like, write. And so I started SAT tutoring pretty quickly to, like, make money. I have, you know, I'm the Kaplan family at the SAT. This oh, oh, yeah. So yeah, I got to tell them about right. this black market. You got that SAT yeah, money. I'm not actually related. <laughs> black, I know, I know. Maybe I could start a, a black market SAT program in China with Kaplan, the name. Just your face. Yeah. yeah. Just pretend, you know. That's a good idea. I'll come with you and we'll make Done. a ton of money. There you go. And then I'm really looking for a get rich quick scheme right, right And now. one that gets us out of America. I think we're all, yeah, everyone's and now looking for ideas. Yeah, y'all want to leave. Yeah, get rich quick's good. Out. I feel like this podcast is a get rich never scheme <laughs> or slow. Well, now maybe. you have it. You have one sponsor. You have a lot ants. of potential sponsors. We're looking to get, yeah, we're hoping that we're going to have so many sponsors that the entire hour. <laughs> it's just I'm sick of coming up with things we got to talk about. <laughs> Me too. We'd love to just do just plugs. Plug? If we yeah. can just read sponsors for an hour, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, that's the goal, that's, really, with podcasts. And that reminds us of: Do you have a retirement goal? <laughs> if so, Fidelity Investments. <laughs> oh no! Don't give it to him for free. Okay. Or also, we, Fidelity might sue us now. You can beat that last out. Week. So you um, you were in China doing comedy, mm-hmm. and and then you started a business at some point, right? Yeah. So I have a company there that helps Chinese students apply to American boarding schools and universities. Don't mention the name, or else you have to pay us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What is it? Uh, it's called Clockwork Education. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, so I was doing that. I was in China full time for like three and a half years. And then I did that for another like three years, I think. So yeah, I was. Did the business. Uh, yeah, but going back and forth. And you were going between here, United States, Russia, mm-hmm. and China, right? Yeah. Well, not just Russia, the whole former Soviet Union. I spent like a year oh. traveling through. Actually, okay, so the former Soviet Union is 15. It's now like 15 independent countries. Wow. I've been to 11 of them. Three I like intentionally skipped. One I forgot about. <laughs> and then another <laughs> which one. one which you, one did you forget? Which one? Yes. Kajikistan. That doesn't exist, but I would have forgotten about that one too. <laughs> it's in Europe, and you'll never guess it. It's oh, Romania? Tiny. No, Romania. Brussels. Uh, was <laughs> <not>. Belgium. <laughs> oh my God. It was Brussels. No, it's Moldova. Oh, Moldova. Oh, Moldova. Yeah, right? Like, who that, remembers? Is that, does that really officially exist? Yeah, it officially exists. It's oh. like one of the. Shout out to our Moldova listeners. <laughs> no, that's also not the. F- so then there's this whole weird thing figuring what? out what was and wasn't. Oh, that wasn't, but that was like sort of. Yeah, it was like a socialist or a st- it was country. In it wasn't, yeah. So I also like showed up in Mongolia being like, great, I'm going to check off another former Soviet Republic. Nope, I land. They're like, we were never part of Soviet Union. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Are you <laughs> asking this at the customs? Like, uh, how did this come up? And. Um, no, it was, I tried to speak Russian and yeah. everyone was like, what the fuck? You're like, did you bring the black book of communism and you're trying to get autographed by each yeah. stamp from each country? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, could Genghis Khan sign this yeah. for me? Uh, it's like when you go to like Epcot Center and you get a stamp from all around the with, park. Yeah, yeah, I'm going there in two weeks. So, I'll, yeah. so then now, when did you come back to the United States to live or whatever? Like full time. Well, I first came back in 2013, but then I was like going back and forth. Yeah. And then I came back like permanently or semi permanently. I'm now might have to go back to China to replace a bank card, which is like. Oh, yeah. Wait, the most ridiculous thing ever. But I came back semi permanently. Uh, Wait, what's going on with the bank card? September. What happened? I got pickpocketed on the L train, which is like insane. Like I was in like Uzbekistan and like <laughs> Siberia and nothing. I didn't lose anything or have anything stolen. I'm on the L train. If I'm being totally honest, am I watching a movie on my phone and not paying attention to my belongings? Yes. But still, I got pickpocketed. And to get a new bank card, you have to go back to China. Because they took your China bank card. Yeah, because I had money in a Chinese wallet. bank. Yeah, I still like. She's hedging her bets with Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to keep money everywhere. So you could go there. Yeah. So you might fly back just to do it. I'll probably like work, but I might have to. Yeah. I'm so. going in January. I know. I might have you. I'll just take it, empty it. Okay. Empty it. <laughs> yeah. Can I be you? Can I you might send online? you back with my passport and have <laughs> oh, someone that I know that kind of looks like me. We'll talk after. But okay, yeah. we'll figure yeah. it out. So this is what we want to talk to you about. Yeah. You've clearly lived a bunch of places yes and we had joe schaefer on who you know who started comedy Very with good us. Friend. we had him on a few episodes ago he talked about dating women in all different countries <laughs> and our female listeners said they enjoyed it but they wanted to hear the opposite perspective they so did. They dating men <laughs> they wanted to hear the opposite perspective meaning like dating in no country <laughs> no dating men <laughs> yeah so what's it like? Clearly, I uh, I was telling Kaplan you're into Russian guys. I, I'm into Russian guys, yeah. How did that come about? I have no idea. So my first Russian ex-boyfriend <laughs> recently took credit for this. Oh, yeah. Also, like, Paul Johnson was in town, and he met my first Russian boyfriend. I was like, oh, my God, this is my first Russian boyfriend. <laughs> and he was like, everyone was so offended by my calling him that. 
Why? What's his name? Why? Yeah, they're very sensitive. Know. Where were you hanging Maybe out? Was this like, an improv like, show? Because <laughs> they're yeah. really, like, this they is get my offended. first black boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's Russian. It's like yeah, it's what? a country. It's it, not a race. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I you're allowed and, to say my first uh, whatever Mongolian boyfriend. Yeah, you can name the country. I mean, I guess technically, first of all, I might have said ex boyfriend, right. which is like not. I don't know. Yeah. So what happened? So what happened? You dated a Russian guy, and then you're like <laughs> in Russia. Once you go Russian, you don't go back or something. Is that the thing? So is that why you did the tour? Of Russian countries or um, kind, well, trying no. to find a guy from each country? Yeah, each that was, block? I know. And it's like, I still have that 11 out of 15 because right. of fucking Moldova. <laughs> and if any, any of your listeners are from, I don't even know, Trans, Transnistria? Oh, we've got a huge contingent in Transnistria. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell them to... Transnistria is a country? Uh, it's like... So I actually don't know any Moldovan cities. Transnistria is like part of Moldova okay. that like was like, no, we're leaving Moldova and we're going to pretend it's still the Soviet Union. Family okay, so right. Russian guys. <laughs> and then what about Chinese guys? Did you date any Chinese guys in China? I never did. You never did. Um, this is like something as like a white girl. Like That's everyone pretty racist. asks you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You have to sleep with one Chinese guy to, just get to prove you're not a racist. Yeah. You know who gets like the most offended by it is like taxi drivers. Like I don't know if <laughs> in this, China, yeah, they uh, would be like. Do they ask you this? You'd... Constantly. Oh, I thought, you, they thought taxi drivers didn't talk in China. Well, not to me, but go ahead. <laughs> Apparently, like, I, and I was like, crazy people never talk to me. No, like a lot of like taxi drivers. Well, also like I. I would start talking to them because, like, I'd be like, great, now I can, like, practice my Chinese. Slash, also, I get very nauseous in cars if I don't, like, have something <laughs> to occupy me. Anyway, so they would be like, oh, are you married? I'd be like, no. They'd be like, do you have a boyfriend? And depending, I would say. And then they'd be like, have you ever dated a Rus uh, Chinese guy? Um, Freudian slip. And <laughs> like Russians. they were like, have you, you seem like the Russian type. No, um... And yeah, I'd be like, no, but I would. And they'd be like, oh, Chinese guys make way better husbands than oh. American people or whatever. That's a little racist. <laughs> Chinese taxi drivers are so racist. <laughs> like, it's like, have you talked to them? They're like, yeah, I'm not going to repeat any. Um, no, go ahead. I don't know. They would be like, they. Uh, this is, I feel like this is racist. Would they ask you like how much coffee you drink? And then they'd be like, I met a foreigner once who drinks four cups of coffee a day. Usually it was cheeseburgers. They would ask me how many cheeseburgers. Really? Yeah, if I like pizza. One guy asked me, are you um, a black person or a white person? <laughs> a color I, and I said, That's have you ever amazing. seen a black person? And he said, um, you are no, but my friend went to Seattle once and said it's beautiful. <laughs> And then I just realized he was a crazy person. Right. It had nothing to do with it. I mean, you know. Or some people are tanner than others, but you are... I I mean, I'm extremely white. You're very white. <laughs> yeah. Almost see-through. Yeah. Okay, so. so Russians, and then now you're back here. You're dating American guys? Are you still uh, doing the Russian She's thing? She's in Brighton no. Beach, probably, combing the... <laughs> I know. One time, like, one of my Russian boyfriends took me to Brighton Beach, and I was like, this is amazing. I never had to leave America. Yeah. Um, have you been, Trina, have you been to Brighton Beach? I've not. Where is it? I don't it's know. like, it's all the way in Brooklyn. It's like the Sheepshead Bay. and It's like on the east by like. It's right next to Coney Island. Next basically. to Coney Island. Okay. It's very yeah. Russian. And I went once to a club there in college. Um, I don't remember if I could, because we can get in because I was underage. I don't remember why we went to this club. I was with a friend, I think. And I just remember being like in a. You couldn't get in because you weren't Russian. There's exactly. no way That's they probably were partying at that club. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, 
and I was dropped the Kaplinsky thing, but then they're like, "Well, you're a Jew." <laughs> That's your, but anyway, we were the I was in the Dunkin' Donuts across the street from this club on this main Dragon Brand Beach, and I just remember this Russian guy came in. And he was very Russian mobster looking, and he just lit up a cigarette. And this is before cigarettes were like banned everywhere okay. in New York City, but like still. And then I just remember this Dunkin' Donuts employee being like, "Oh, sir, you can't smoke in here." And he's like, oh, "I'm very sorry." And he goes over and he like puts like a five dollar bill down and walks away and keeps smoking. <laughs> and then they were like, "No, sir, you really, really can't smoke here." And he's like, "I am sorry for the insults. Please forgive me." And then he just like slammed down like a fifty, <laughs> and then he just went back. And that time the guy didn't say anything. So nice. he spent is... fifty five bucks to smoke a cigarette, and that's to me Brighton Beach. And that is the most Russian thing I have <laughs> ever heard because that's like all you do there. Like there are always these like road closures in Moscow, and it's like the road is closed, but you just see all these <laughs> cars like yeah drive up and they'll just pay to get through like yeah there's that's a that better assumption. toll so do the yeah. guys when you have you ever dated uh you've dated russian guys like long term or do these just like hookups <laughs> no mostly they've been like more serious uh so what's the stage when you would meet the family with a russian guy <laughs> or never has that ever happened no i would uh so i feel like that wasn't really a big deal but then i had one russian boyfriend who was like in the process of getting a divorce. And so like I met like his wife and his kid. And so oh, like wow. that I was like super. I'm sure the wife was thrilled. Was she Russian? She was Russian I'm too, sure she yeah. loved seeing this American <laughs> girl. <laughs> yeah. No, actually she was really nice. Like it was a weird, it was not as awkward as it's sounding, but still that's like, I feel like if you want to know a culture, like it's probably the same thing with you when you like go home with, yeah, or I don't know. Yeah. Like, you you find out more things. Well, for you. me, yeah, for me it was. Um, I think after a few months, I met her family, you know, and uh, then it took a while for everything to be like comfortable and everything. But you know, for them to like get to know me and like me. Yeah, and we all learned that stuff. from the pod, previous podcast that they were trying to get you on a dating show. Yeah, didn't they really like me? They were trying to get me on a dating show to so, date other people. So, you know. That sounds like they loved you. Yeah. They were like, oh, what? You would like to date this beautiful woman and not our daughter? But no, I, I feel like it's probably, I feel like meeting a family is going to be uncomfortable, like, no matter what the culture is. Do you speak is. Russian? Uh, now I can, like, kind of get by, but never when I dated these people. Okay. So <laughs> when you were going through all these Eastern European countries, do you yeah. go on dates? So that was the weird or how thing. How did you meet people? I met Russian Tinder or something. <laughs> I would be I would go on Tinder sometimes. <laughs> you just throw an American girl into the into the countryside. You just meet people. Yeah, I, <laughs> like honestly, people wouldn't hear that. They, Most of the people they that find I find you exactly like they would hear me. I met a lot of like waiters. They <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, I could> just... <laughs> like waited on me, and then they would we would like I'd give them my number, um, but. Uh, yeah, like, so Tinder is so weird for Russians because they'll <laughs> post stuff that, like, is so unappealing. Uh, like what? Like, sailing a sailboat with, like, a scarf wrapped around their neck and, like, staring <laughs> off into the distance. Or just, like, really aggressive, like, shots of them in the woods, like, holding a slaughtered carcass. Oh, like but, Putin. Like, yeah, but kind of, like, unironically. And you're like... <laughs> I don't think Putin does it ironically. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> that's going to happen here in a few years. Everyone's going to have, like, a big Trump oh haircut and a, and a suit. Orange tan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so you'd meet them either through Tinder. So I don't know that I ever ended up, like, meeting up with anyone on Tinder just because, like, these photos would be so... I'm trying to remember, like, <laughs> some of the most, like, horrendous ones. It was it was really, like, people would hear me speak 
in a terrible accent and like is that attractive to them I think there aren't a lot. There like certainly when French people speak English. Yeah, in a yeah, bad yeah. Accent. yeah. It's like cute, uh, but also yeah. I was just like, there were not very many like foreign women there, and then even fewer. Like I was always traveling alone. The Russian so. cornered the market. Like crazy, so they, they probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. American girl. I never uh, dated. You know, Russian women are so hot. Like it, that probably. If I had to compete with any like nationality of women, no Russian women and no Chinese women. But what either. did we learn last week from that article? We weren't Canadians. Didn't, don't oh no, yeah, we read this article that said you're better looking uh, in everyone's better looking in a different country, more attractive really? in a different country. Yeah, because oh, so, you're why? unique, kind of what you're saying right now, right? Uh, you're like you're different. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in China, you so, didn't date. Did you not date, or because you just you dated not, Russians? Not Chinese. You found Russians in China. Yeah, there are a ton of Russians in yeah. China. Yeah. Yeah. And then what would be, like, when you're in Eastern Europe, what would be the date? Like, if you go out with a waiter, what would yeah. you do on a first date? <laughs> oh, my God. So many walks. Like, oh, that oh. was really weird to me. Everyone wants to, like, yeah, meet that's up. That's a good, uh, that's a money saver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very. <laughs> really, like, that is, that's why it is, It's though. very, like, uh, yeah. 19th century, where you just show up at the house. And yeah, it was chaperoned. There was someone well, walking yeah, behind you see us. The you wait in the, court, in the uh, lobby for a while. With yeah. The, and then you go for a walk. Except it would always be me showing up and the gender roles were yeah, reversed in that reversed, way. Yeah. But so yeah. they would come get you. Oh, we would meet somewhere usually. And they'd be like, I have this wonderful walk planned. No, we would, I, I would already <laughs> I know. It. It's only going to be 2.1 miles. <laughs> I did like that running. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's like a big, I think it's for that reason. But yeah, it was always really weird to me. And also sometimes I would get so hungry and I'd want to <laughs> be like, look, I will pay for your meal. Because like also at that point like the US dollar was super strong none of their currencies were but that's also awkward <laughs> none of them none of them <laughs> yeah what well the oil was down but okay yeah so the oil the oil so but but they will not let women pay for anything oh and the other thing is mm. like here's another thing that helped me a lot people would always be like very attracted by the fact that I would text them first because like that's just not that's a no-no a big deal yeah. oh yeah maybe it is uh i probably do a lot of dating no-nos no, including I mean, like, like russian he's... culture yeah exactly so they'd be like it, it was so crazy like it was very unexpected Ooh, a woman who cool knows to use the phone <laughs> <laughs> you have your own phone <laughs> yes you're allowed uh, you your don't did you borrow doesn't. someone else's a man's to do that <laughs> what happened yeah it's uh oh that's great so now you're here yeah How's it going in America for you? Dating a lot of still walks? <laughs> or what? I haven't been on any walks since I've been back. No, um, actually, like I haven't really been. Well, the cool thing about America is like Tinder and everyone on there is not necessarily crazy. Sure. Like that, I feel like I never necessarily. That some of them right. definitely are. Right. But there are no pictures of scarfs and uh, a sailboat. Sailboat. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I like miss the. Uh, yeah, Russian I pictures. Like a lot, I thought I've heard there's a lot of skydiving pictures and whatnot. And oh yeah, every time, so. people say that. Oh, that's right. You guys are both married, but yeah, there's like definitely you have a lot of pictures of like people holding babies if they're dudes because they want to like, like, hey, I'm an yeah. uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. I think my Tinder picture is me holding my kid. Is that just dog. to prove like <laughs> I can hold a kid and I didn't kill it or lose it? Yeah. It's, uh, what yeah. does that mean? I think it's basically that slash like, hey, I want kids, which is like, first of all, a huge indication that that person probably doesn't, doesn't want actually kids. want yeah. kids. They oh, just want to okay. like pick up girls. Yeah. Uh, 
but there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like. You can tell by the way they're holding the kids sometimes too. Yeah, it's like yeah. by the foot. <laughs> like Michael Jackson and like yeah. hung his baby out the window. Yeah. They're doing that. <laughs> Stay away unless you just want to hook up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good like right. sign that this it's is kind of good. You're like, like I'm just gonna holding a baby by the foot means I'm here just for the night, <laughs> right? Which is what you're looking for. For so a, good a weird time. way, it actually worked for them, yeah. but not for a long time, but for a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, cool. So what do you? So what's the final verdict? What do you like best, Russians? I was gonna ask Chinese, but clearly not. No, I have this like or huge American. crush on a Chinese guy. Now that I'm back. Now, in oh, you do? Is it Jerry? Yeah. What's his name? We'll give him a shout out. <laughs> no, I'm not saying his name. <laughs> really? Does he live in your neighborhood? Yes. Well, you're gonna have to report back to us. The Chinese taxi drivers of the world want to know. That you're dating. I know. Then I can go back and be uh, like, have you ever dated like, a Chinese guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and we have Chinese listeners, so yeah. you'll come home to a hero's if welcome. Hey, all you. right. Go back well, to China. But you really should, I think, you're missed opportunity here. I feel like the Russian men of New York must be emboldened by confidence by Trump's win. It's going to be good for Russia. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, the, Russia's yeah. happy. So now's the time to really I know, make hay like, while the sun shines. Exactly. Marry a Russian, <laughs> as they say. What does that, I don't get. Why would you make... Can you make hay? It's what farmers do. This is what's wrong with America. And those New Jersey farmers. <laughs> <laughs> farmers make hay when it's sunny outside. I thought it was They don't like, do that. I don't think you, you might not know, but it's all right. Capitalist thing. Anyway. Thank you uh, for coming. So you you want to stick, stick around, around for the news? Yeah, stick around. Yeah, sure. All right, let's get to the news. We got a lot, lot of news to get to. Let's get to it. Should we play the music? Doing it. Yeah, play the music. All right, play the music. All right. So wait, before we get to the news, Audrey, you got a couple. You got something to. You have a website, or what do you want to plug? What should people? I would go like to? to plug my brand new blog. It is uh, SovietReunionBlog.wordpress.com. For real? Yeah. <laughs> Soviet Union blog? No, Soviet <laughs> Reunion. <laughs> I was like, is that not a government website? <laughs> so it's Russia.ru. Uh, it's going to be a huge photo of Putin, but it's actually mine. No, that's not true, but that is the real one. And I'm also on Twitter at ACM Rights. And I ACM have- Rights, like writing rights, W-R-I. Yeah. T-E-S. Oh, and I have a diet, fitness, lifestyle, budget living, and cooking blog called Skinnier, Less Dirty, Less Poor. And we've recently expanded into current events. So it's now Skinnier, Less Dirty, Less Poor, More Informed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is big, why I Big said, name. That's why we need, you don't have a podcast because you have the lifestyle blog. This is the yeah. divide. You have no, it's not other. a lifestyle blog. It's a diet, fitness, oh, diet, fit, lifestyle. <laughs> There's like seven things. Uh, it's for everybody. I mean it's to for shorthand everyone. it like that. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't dismiss it. Every American idea. must have one or the other. It's like a Facebook account. <laughs> that's true. At yeah. this point, a podcast yeah. or a, yes, or an ins or an well, yeah, that, that's right. going to replace both soon. Well, let's get to the news first. We got to take care of some old news, right? right. Well, it still it still burns a little. This news. I mean, people are still talking about the election. People are still in shock. By that, it. I mean the Eldorado Hills. <laughs> yeah, Mick Macalakos. Is Eldorado Hills still there, or is it burning right now? Well, that's what I want to get to. Oh, okay, because I just got off the phone with Gary Sparks, uh, my local dad. Eye in the sky. Yeah, and we heard there's news reports that at the local AMPM, which is like a you know gas station, a kid, a high school kid stole a Snickers bar. <laughs> they don't know if that's looted, re- the looting was related to the Mick Macalago loss. Okay. But Mick Macalago did lose. Wait, how did they know it was a high school student? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. they saw him. The guy who worked there saw him. 
Oh, people are upset that Mick Macalaco lost. Maybe popular homeless man. Clearly. Anyway, Mick Macalaco's coming out. He's calling for calm in the neighborhood. So everybody in Eldorado Hills, relax. We should probably get him on the pod. This is America. Be, this would be a good voice for him to. Uh, we may need call for unity when there's like someone committing, yeah, like small petty thefts like that. They should ask them as they're committing the crime. If the guy sees him, why not be like, hey, is this related to the Mick Macalaco loss? Well, right. you, you normally and they should be asking like if you're doing some sort of like if the guy's spray painting a swastika somewhere, you should be like, look, <laughs> we just want to know. Is this Trump related? Mick Macalaco related? Or do you just hate Jews? Like, just <laughs> yeah. Give me your... What happened? General. I feel like they're being upper, underrepresented at this point. Like the good old fashioned racist. Yeah, good old fashioned racist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a political cause. I'm just a racist. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to their... me on Facebook. What happened to their voice? Yeah, their voice. <laughs> in America. But, you know, speaking of them and the protests, I, I should tell everybody that right after we recorded the, the very popular Blue Shirt podcast, yep. I walked out. I planned the whole day, the timing and everything around going to the New Balance store right down the street from where we're, our secret location here yeah. because my shoelaces, I'm just going to keep talking about my dog this podcast, but <laughs> my dog has been feeling very tense about the election. She just keeps destroying my shoelaces. Yep. So I had to go to the New Balance store to replace like three pairs of shoelaces. And I'm walking in there and literally there's a protest, not my president protest. You've seen them all over the news. I'm coming up Fifth Avenue and I get right to the corner of the store. I, I kind of sneak away. And I'm about to walk in, and a boom! I hear a thud, and a shoe hit the hit the door, and <laughs> I didn't understand it at the time. I mean, I saw it was a it was a, a New Balance shoe, and now yeah. I think about it, at the time I didn't even understand it was related. Well, New Balance. I didn't a- realize at the time that I was entering into the. Uh, New, ba- New Balance supports Trump. Well, their CEO oh. essentially. Wait, how does a sneaker support Trump? Well, the company gives money to the Trump campaign. Oh, I, God, the, I no, think, and should, they physically support I his feet. He has high arches. And so. New Balance, all they did was support this trade policy, which I don't agree with. But So you were but crossing the picket line. I was line. crossing the picket line to get some damn shoelaces because, you know. <laughs> You've seen it. I've been to other shoelace stores in the city. I think you can't. You tagged along once. For, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Those are, you know, those are not authentic. But at this point, you have to really know your. Like, I was drinking a Yingling the other day, and someone got mad at me because they Whoa. said Yingling supports Trump. Yingling Let me tell beer. you, I'm from Pennsylvania. Yeah. You anybody gets mad at you about drinking Yingling, you send them to me. Okay. Because I, I mean, if if they, you told me that was Adolf Hitler's favorite beer, I would still be drinking it because. I can't. I, I deep. Just, that's my beer growing up. I can't, yeah. I can't lose it. You like the taste of water. I like the taste of the black and tan. And the, yes, well, are you insulting me? Get out of here. What's happening? All right. So should we, let's keep going with the news. All right. Move it along. Okay. Next story. Um, this is, we, maybe we could relate, American-born pandas. This is from the Shanghaiist in China, right? Oh, yes. The best American-born pandas return to China and struggle with adapting to local language and food. <laughs> this says Mei Lun and Mei Huan are having difficulties adapting to their strange language and food. So different from what they grew up. Well, the Chinese food is just different in America than China. Exactly. Right. They were eating a lot of egg rolls. They get back. They're like, where is my mushu yeah, where's pork? The yeah, they're, yeah, the, yeah, they're waiting on their, uh, yeah, the General Sal's chicken. Oh, Sal's, I can't even. That just, that, to me, that sounded so much like a children's book about, like, an American-born Chinese Ooh. going back to China to, Kung like, Fu Panda 4 their- or something. I'm constantly, yeah. you know, I, now that especially I have kids and I read these children's books yeah. all the time, I'm constantly like, God, it'd be so easy to write a kid's book because these oh, ideas, yeah. some of them are just, and that's, bam, you just nailed one. Why don't we Let's just write take right this, now. write this it. book. <laughs> it's a children's book. <laughs> Can you, is that how children read these days? They just they, they will once the revolution's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for kids, idea. I'm going to end that. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I think, I don't know. 
It sounds like a metaphor. I found it. Well, anytime when I was living in China, anytime I would come back here just to visit for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. I would get stomach aches all the time. I would too. I think, um, and actually, this weirdly hasn't gone away. I get so thirsty when I'm here. I think our food is like a lot saltier. Probably true. Also, I was just eating like, like barbecue every single day. Okay, that and Mexican food. I would gain fifteen oh, pounds okay. in two weeks and then end up puking at the end of two weeks. Wow, that sounds like a great because I was like because you go back and you haven't gained any weight. No, it was great, <laughs> uh, but also because I was on a time limit. I was only here for two weeks, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not gonna say no to anything, right? You, you want to eat vacation? Yeah, a lot of yinglings, <laughs> a lot of pro Trump yinglings. You're running I in your New Balance, you I buy New, new Balance. balance. <laughs> yeah, my high arches perfect. Some, uh, Barbecue oh, sauce on that. Dr. Bob Kaplan does always recommend New Balance. Oh, we you. snuck in another Dr. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but so now that I'm here living, it's a little different. But so what I think these pandas need to do is just calm down, calm, calm down, calm you down. Know, get over yourselves. Yeah, and try Take to some adapt. Chinese lessons, and maybe give them some fortune cookies, just so they feel like they're just back to in ease America. them back into yeah, their yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. All right, next the- story. Oh, wait. I want to get to... This is a story. I want to get to this story. This has to do with you. Yes. Oh. Get God, to it. Put the papers down. <laughs> this is a personal scoop I had. Personal oh. I was scoop. doing comedy with a guy the other day, a comedian, and um, he said he had just been at an improv show doing stand-up like as part of the improv show. Okay. And when, I've never seen this at a stand-up uh, club so far, but he said they were passing out safety pins on his way in, and it was... He's like... What? They were like, do you want a safety pin? He's like, I don't know what for... And they were like, oh, it's to prove that you didn't vote for Donald Trump. Everyone's wearing safety pins so that your people will talk to you. Isn't it just a symbolic, like, a, a, you, a like I'm with you? We're Wait, all how safe. does that so prove it, you didn't vote for Trump? It shows, like, I'm a safe person. You're allowed to talk to me. Uh, so that if, uh, like, someone of a different culture... Basically, it's for white oh people. <laughs> and so if you're you someone could, of, like... You could vote for Trump Because, I mean, if not, you're looking uh, at, like, you know, no one else voted for Trump. So, right. if, so that if you live in <laughs> New York City and you're so a comic, you probably... But that's so not true. Like, they, they interviewed so many non-white people that... I mean, no, I will still... I think white people deserve the blame for that, but... And so he asked him, he was like, I was like, what'd you do? He's like, I just said no. <laughs> yeah, I would be more afraid to talk to a white person with a safety pin yeah, it's a on totally agree. that was like... I'm really culturally sensitive. Like, right. I go to yoga. Like, you're allowed right. to talk to me, Polynesian guy. But I would have <laughs> yeah. taken the safety pin because, like, every time I get a new iPhone, I can never get the damn safety pin. Oh, that's the whole safety pin business is based off of, and I never have one. And it, I have a phone for like a week and a cracked screen because I can't get a damn thing open. So <laughs> I would have done it. And what just do you mean a cracked sta- screen? You just throw it on the ground? On yeah, stage as part of my improv and just got activated on my new phone. Bam, <laughs> Mike, you're going to start doing improv specifically just to for go this to bit, a yes, to get yeah. safety yeah. pins. <laughs> but, and, you Way know, easier than You don't get paid, but you do get a free safety pin. Some people are doing yoga to get over the election. I'm doing. IPhone You're throwing your phone. All right, so that's the news. We're still waiting. We might have Rabbi McDreamy calling in. Yeah, our in a producer's minute. trying to. But get you it. had you had one more thing. Yeah, I, I forgot to say the uh, the because you told me when I came in that you wanted me to talk about like the difference between dating in China, dating in China, and dating in America. Dating I just in got America. distracted by all the Russian men. I know. We start, <laughs> we once we start talking point. about Russians, I'm just like, oh, it's hard <laughs> to concentrate. Um, no, but I think like the big difference is I think it was in some ways a lot easier dating other foreigners in. China than it is here because you automatically have like way more in common with 
just a random person that you meet on the street, right? Yeah. Like you're both, even if you're like- You're both not Chinese. You're both not right. Chinese, yeah. Yeah, you're uh, part of this like little community. Yes, and like you know someone who, I was never worried about like creepy guys because there was never anyone that I was meeting that didn't know like seven people I knew. I mean, like Storm Shoe. I could name a hundred <laughs> creepy guys who were comedians. Right, but Muhammad then like, Magdi. Yeah, but you know who those people, you're not going to be like, oh, this guy seems cool, but like is this a creepy vibe or not? Like you know everything about everyone. Byron Murphy. Before you start. What do they say about Turner Sparks? No, I was, but here, no, but here's, I was fantastic, first of all. But <laughs> that's what they said. They called I could him run Turner for president of the that lady country. killer. The lady killer. <laughs> I meant wow. to say lady slayer. Actually, lady neither slayer. of those sounded. <laughs> so, no, but I had that same thought. You're just yeah. saying that you have this automatic community, yeah. which made me, when I was in it for a little while, it made me realize how easy it would be to start a mafia. Right? Yeah. And that's why I got why mafias exist so well here. It's because, like, you all speak the same language. You're all from some other country. No one really can infiltrate your community, like the Russian mob or the uh, yeah. what, Irish, Italian, whatever you, you want. You have to kill people. But that's, no, but it, you, yeah, well, that's part of it, but you yeah, know, just a small part. Well, that was like your, I'm a huge fan of Turner's blog. I hope you read it religiously. Um, blog, turnersparks.com. Turnersparks.com, which by the way, we need to like find a different URL for to the blog. Actually, maybe it's better. Don't listen to me. We've already established. I know nothing about the internet, but you had that post about like the Chinatowns and how you yeah. lived in like your own version of that. And that's, that makes me realize, yeah, that's exactly how that must happen here. Yeah. We had little America towns mm -hmm. all over in, in each city in China, right? Was it like Sacktown? Little Sacktown? Yeah, Little Sacramento, <laughs> right in the middle of Suzhou, right? <laughs> and so you're all friends who hang out there. You live together, you hang out together. And then when you watch these, like, like The Godfather or any of these mob yeah. movies, they always talk about, they're like, it was just how it was. Right. We all, you're we playing stickball. There the was no outside. Sacktown. It was yeah. normal to us. There was right. no outside world. We were right. a community. I'm like, right. that's what we were. Yeah. You were like the white part of Bronx. So basically, we were like the. Like a mafia without any killing or Crime. business or anything helpful. Right. To <laughs> but who ran the town? Was that you? As the softy? I would say parts of Suzhou for periods of time. Right. I was at the top, but I got taken down. Yeah, you didn't have Just enough. Like if you had else. a little more killing, I think softy would still be standing. I think, yeah, I know. Honest. Yeah, clearly it didn't work out too well. All right, so now we're going to, for the last, we're going to try to call Rabbi McDreamy. Yes. All uh, right. He's been. I've been waiting eight years. I just had my anniversary. <laughs> I want to tell him how he is lost he, out. Is he still single? Uh, we'll find well, out. Yeah. Okay. I think so, because he uh, cheated on his wife. Is he Russian at all? Do he might know? be. I don't know. His a lot of, like, a lot of rabbis go back to. Russian. Russia or Eastern Europe. It's, yeah, a lot of, yeah, that's where uh -oh. like, a lot of Jews come from in America. Oh, you have to wait till he picks up. Oh, uh, okay. This rabbi really needs to answer the phone. Here, but it'll yeah. When he does that, now you hit speak. Hello, rabbi. Hello, rabbi. Good day, <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi McDreamy. How you doing? I'm here with Kaplan, who you remember. Hi, hi, rabbi. It's been a while. It's been eight years. Hello, Michael. And Hello, we're here Michael. with Aud Audrey Murray, who's a guest of ours and a friend of ours. A shiksa, though. I'm hi, hi, Rabbi Mc. I've heard a lot. I've heard your uh, single. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you seem down a little yes. bit? What's going on, Rabbi? No, no, I'm just doing my morning uh, Talmud reading, and uh, I'm very focused. I think he's in Israel, so that's the morning there. Turner. It's three o'clock in the morning here in Israel. Ah, so it's three in the morning always, in Israel. Wow, he's look up, at you. He's up, I, sun about to rise. Well, I always get up early. Even though you got kicked out of being a rabbi, you're still committed to the to the faith. 
well, I'm very disciplined, you know. The, there's the phrase, you know, uh, when life hands you a situation in which you can't see the forest from the trees, some give up and are filled with hate, and others chop down the forest and make canoes. <laughs> I don't know. Did you read that on Facebook? <laughs> that's an original. You know what? No, that's actually, uh, that's actually from Benjamin, 14th century. That's where I got that from. Oh, wow. Make dreamy. Yeah. That's that's why they swoon over him. Beautiful text. Uh, Rabbi, can I ask him for love advice? Sure. Uh, Audrey Murray, our guest here, Rabbi, wants to ask you for love advice. Although, be be warned, he's not a rabbi anymore. He got kicked out. Okay. And again, she's a shiksa, so don't give her too good advice. Okay. Um, so, Rabbi McDreamy, we were talking about before um, the difficulty of dating people in, like, different cultures and how I currently have a crush on a Chinese guy and it's not going well. Is there any advice you can give me for trying to date a Chinese guy as an American? As they say, you know, when the sun sets on a beautiful ocean view, often the true you comes into view. <laughs> that just sounds like a, that's, is that a song? Is that a Three Doors Down song? Or? No, my son. This is <laughs> Wait, I, that, wisdom. I don't get. The, that's good. Mm, Sage advice. It will become clearer to you in time. Okay. That sounds like that's from Star Wars. It just sounded like really depressing advice. What's Star Wars? <laughs> All right, so Rabbi. <laughs> well, okay, so I how's your new life as a um you've fallen all the way down and now you're coming back up as a life coach, right? Well, I wouldn't say I've fallen down. I'm on a journey <laughs> and that journey involves deep valleys and crushing blows emotionally, but I wouldn't say I'm down. Well, what's been keeping you up? Speaking of life coaching, well, I tell you what keeps me up there, uh, Turner, is uh, life coaching actually is an amazing process of self-discovery and inspiration. And I'm just wondering, have you ever done life coaching? I've There's, never, you mean had a life coach? I think it might be. Have you ever have ever done life coaching? I think it could be an amazing experience for you. I've not. I think I'm okay right now. Are you trying to sell me? He sells, I, yeah. Uh, Michael? Michael? Mm-hmm. Yes, my father. How about, how about you? I am, my it, son. I am in need of some spiritual guidance, clearly. This election is, has well, made, shaken my core. Well, I don't know about the election, but I listened to last week's podcast. <laughs> you're a troubled individual, and I'm just wondering if life coaching could be the fresh garden fruit that's low-hanging for you to pick. Um, okay, yeah. Do you want me to become a life coach, you're saying? No, my son. I think what you need is a three-week, all-inclusive life coaching <laughs> vacation. Uh, you could come stay at my farm, and oh, we a have farm a, in Israel. a beautiful lodge that guests can stay in, 
then you can do three weeks of life coaching with me. This sounds like a plug. Wait, what is it including? Is it like all inclusive? Like it's like all you can eat, all you can drink? No, 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 no. It's it includes vacation time, a room, no stimuli, and of course three meals a day, but not all you can eat. Is this jail? Is this prison you're offering this us? It's like Scientology. How no, they get no, you? No, 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 no. It's a spiritual escape for the mind and the body, because we all know that at the end of the day, the mind and <laughs> the mind knows. The mind knows, Turner, this... and the body has an amazing ability to heal itself. These sound like memes. Just me, like Facebook. Yeah, like, like superimposed. That's his power, though. He's been doing this before memes existed. That's. That's not very nice, but it doesn't bother me no. because I know who I am. And I was paying you a compliment. I'll never. Well, it doesn't sound like a compliment, my son. No. So, I'm sorry. I, I should not. All right. Well, Rabbi. My mother will be upset. Why don't you go ahead and give out your. Uh, I don't How do we get in touch with you? Do you have a Tinder profile? or? I mean, sorry, you're not a rabbi anymore. What do we call a, a life a father? No, you still call him rabbi. It's like if you were Secretary of State once, you're always sec- Madam Secretary. You know, okay, okay. He's so, yeah, Rabbi, do you have a Tumblr page, or what happens? How do we find you? Well, I, well, I do have a, an email address. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Rabbi McMillan at... Wait, Rabbi McWhat? Outlook.com. Rabbi McMillan123 at Outlook.com. Are you familiar with Outlook? It's a new program. It <laughs> sends electronic mail. Outlook. Yeah, you sound like you're really off the grid. You haven't heard of the presidential election. You're still using Outlook. Uh, you're sending. You want to send us to what sounds like a, a prison camp. Um, he didn't offer me life coaching either. Uh, oh yeah, you. What, what do you? Women can handle his. Ah, uh, okay. Regimen. Yeah. Are you against women? It sounds like you're only looking for Kaplan and I. I'll put it this way: When life drags you low, 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 find out where your soul needs to go. <laughs> This is just deep wisdom, Turner. This is just deep wisdom. It sounds very strange to those who spend all day in the world and its vices. But at the McDreamy Israeli meditation escape farm, this is how we talk. Wait, question. If we go to your farm, do we have to, like, work? Is it one of those things where we'd have to work there while we're being life coached? Like, we have to, like clean the barn or pick the corn or whatever? Uh, we don't ha- We don't have a barn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? There's no barns. We have a, we have a pumpkin patch. There's a large... Do you like pumpkins? Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not invited. Who doesn't like pumpkins, right? Am I right? And there is a, I didn't realize they had pumpkins in Israel, but... It's a... Well, it's, it's on the northern edge. Up there, <laughs> there's, the Golan Heights. There's, a pumpkin, the there's a pumpkin. No, there's a well. There's a small. There's a small patch. There. There's a small. Uh, it's the pumpkin belt. Is what we call it in uh, Wait. that particular part of. There's a pumpkin patch. Uh, there's yoga mats. It's wonderful. You're gonna love it. What is it? What is a farm? I've never thought of that myself. That's a good point. All right, Rabbi. We're not gonna look that up for you. I'm looking it up. A farm. But that's, you can't even find that in the oh, internet. Yeah. 
It's so obvious. Alright, Rabbi, we, we gotta go. A blog, and we found some old blog entries. You probably started it many years ago. You didn't know that when you went off the grid, the internet doesn't the internet never forgets, so you're still up there, Rabbi. You but still inspire us. You weren't the right rabbi to marry us, but you're still an inspiration. Thank you for coming on you. the podcast. Uh we're not bad news. We're not gonna we're not gonna support you. Uh, we're not gonna... I was interested. Yeah, how do you know? Uh, she's ready to go. We're not plugging the rabbi. Any, are there any... Because there's Russians in Israel. I, I want to tell you, there's a lot of Russians in Israel. I know. Oh, so, believe me. I know the countries that have yeah, a lot you've of done, Russians. You've done your What's homework. their feeling on pumpkins? The Russians. Russians love pumpkins unless they were sent to sanatoriums as children, in which case they had to eat a lot of pumpkin mash and then they don't like it. So healthy Russians love it. Healthy Perfect. Russians. So any healthy Russians who might live in Israel... Okay, they could talk they to could Rabbi on the farm. But you. I don't know. we yeah. may have a competing plug. We'll have to talk about it next week. But there's a comedian named Drew Freilich who's also lives in Shanghai. He's a psychologist, the kind that don't subscribe drugs. Oh, okay. And he might be plugging us soon. So he, he might be promoting our show. I mean, what do you say? Sponsoring, sponsoring our show. Sponsoring. Oh, we have competing we, farms. We may have a new farm for next week. <laughs> wow. Not a farm, a legitimate practice. Okay. So no, I mean, that's we might good because it's very, you know. So anyway, working. Rabbi, thank you very much. Turner. Turner, Turner. Yes. Turner, my son, can I just leave you with a little bit of uh, wisdom here? And I'm and and I've got to be honest with you. You know, it's I'm just shooting off the top of my head here, but uh, I just want to leave you with this. And I'm just I'm just drawing. I'm just through my meditation. I've drawn this out. Uh, beware of uh, the horse, and your lucky numbers are four, thirteen, and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is real <laughs> life coaching. This is, this is off the top of my head. Okay, this is for free. Wait, so, can I have one? We have a life coaching segment. Can Can Audrey have one? I mean, Katie or whatever you call her. Audrey. Well, I guess my Hebrew. Your name, name in the yes, in the new cult me. is Katie. Okay. Yes. Let me just uh, let me just pull one out here. I mean, uh, let me just uh, think of one. Uh, uh, a penny saved is a penny invested in your child's college in America. Your lucky numbers are 7, 15, and 23. That was, those were my lucky numbers. Yeah, four, 13, and something. 23. We both have 23 well, somehow. That's because you both Okay, we'll do one last one for... Recording. We'll okay. have to check the recording, but it's, it's, it's on there. Okay, we'll check it. One last one for Kaplan, then we got to go. Yeah, show me some good fortune, please. Okay, okay Kaplan, uh... Machine wash only. Uh, <laughs> do not use hot water. And your lucky numbers are 9, 10, and 11. <laughs> 11 from my Twitter. Three numbers and, in a row. And I'm going to make sure really not to screw up the laundry night. Like I, I, I often use the warm water by mistake, and I get in trouble. Oh, my gosh. So this All is right. Yeah, it's very, well, it's very prescient advice. Yeah. Thank you for Rabbi McDreamy. Audrey Murray, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank yes, you thank for you having so much. me. This is fun. Mike oh, Kaplan, wait, what are you still here? He's, he's done. The rabbi's got to go. Yeah. All right, Kaplan, what should we do? I think we should get lost. Get lost. <laughs>